bless your name, Savior. Thank you, Jesus. Mighty God, bless you, Lord. Bless you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to your name, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Bless you, Jesus. Ah, glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Bless you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you for your goodness and grace. We thank you, Lord God, for your love and your mercy on this fourth day of December. You have been so good to us. Lord God, it's undeniable of what you have done for us, how you have blessed us, Lord God how you woke us up with a reasonable portion of health. Thank you, Lord. 
Lord Jesus, and you've given us the activity of our lambs, Lord God. You, you've given us what we need in this moment. You've given us what we need in this instance, Lord God. And Lord, you said to give thanks in all things. And, and so we're here to give thanks unto you, to bless your name. Lord God, to exalt you above every thought, to exalt you above every thing that comes to mind, trouble, sickness. Lord God, we're exalting you above those things because you're sovereign. Lord God, and we thank you. Those things are temporal and they, they will not last forever, but you will. And so will our spirit. Lord, you know those that belong to you. And we thank you, Lord, for, for seeing us, seeing us right where we are. Lord, I pray and ask that you remember those that are sick in their body, those that are bedridden, that will be listening and watching the service. Lord God, remember those that are near and far, those that are present. Holy Ghost, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Bless you, Lord God. Lord, we pray that your will is done in this place. Use us for your service. Use us for your purpose, Lord. Lord God, that you be glorified. That you be exhausted, exalted above, Lord God, whatever comes to mind. Lord Jesus, we thank you, Lord. Lord God, and we pray and ask that you would, Lord God, enlarge our borders, Lord, as Lord Jesus, as we have expanded, and Lord God, the work of ministry, Lord Jesus, and the souls that are being reached out to, Lord Jesus, we ask that you would bless them to receive your word, to maintain it, use it to live holy in Jesus' name. Lord God, we'll be careful to give your name the praise and to give you glory continually. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, have your way, Lord God. Have your way in this service, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord God. Welcome to Inside the Pages, presented by the Cornerstone of Grace, located at 524 East Pasadena Street, Pomona, California. Sunday praise and worship begins at 9 a.m., Wednesday Bible study, 7 p.m. And on Saturdays at 11.30 p.m. You'll find us on 99.5 FM. Or if you need the internet, kkla.com. Just Google or kkla.com forward slash inside the pages. And it will bring us up for you to listen and enjoy the word of God to be strengthened by what God has to say. We believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, we are faithful. We are bold. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. At this time, we're going to have our opening scripture and then we're going to go into the word of God. And so let's let's be prayerful. And maybe there's a petition on your mind, something that, that you're thinking about and you've been asking Lord about, you know, and, and so I want you to put that back on your mind. 
put it on your mind. We're not putting it in front of God. We're just presenting it to him. Bless you, Lord Jesus. At this time, I'll open the scripture. Psalms 8. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth, who has set thy glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies, that thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger. When I consider thy heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars, which thou hast ordained. What is man that thou art mindful of him? The son of man and the son of man that thou visitest him. For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels and hast crowned him glory with glory and honor. Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet, all sheep, all oxen, yea, and the beasts of the field, the fowls of the air, and the fish of the sea, and whatsoever passes through the path of the sea. O Lord, our Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name. Acts 2, 46 through 47. And they continued daily with one accord in the temple, breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearers of the word. Amen. We thank God for his word and the opening scripture. At this time, and I need to, I need to remind everyone is that music and soundtracks that are presented are the copyrights of the artists and their producers. You know, we, we open up in prayer, listening to Shekinah Glory. And, you know, before we go into the word of God, I want to dedicate this particular uh, song uh, to those that are, are listening. And then we're going to go into the word of God afterwards. And so I want you to understand it and know something that Jesus will.
Jesus will fight your battles. That was Anita Wilson. Just want to dedicate that to to those that are that are listening. Wanted want you to know he will fight your battle. Yes, he will. We're gonna go on into the word of God. And you know, we got a lot going on here uh this morning at Cornerstone of Grace. You know, there's a lot going on, and so we where we've been running around since we arrived uh nearly an hour ago to get things in order and and so we're excited about what the lord is doing if you have not seen our new website um, please check it out that is connectingtruth.org connectingtruth.org and you know uh, check us out uh, check us out and so we're going to go on into the word of god timothy Second uh, Timothy four, seven through eight. And then I'm going to drop down and read um, from the book of Hebrews uh, 10, uh, 22 to 24. So we're doing some new things. We're trying some new things out here. And so pray for us. Pray for me. I certainly need your prayers uh, as I'm praying for you. Pray for me. The Bible tell us in 2 Timothy, the, the fourth chapter, beginning at the seventh verse, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. I've kept the faith. I have kept the faith. You know, that's a personal testimony. I, I can give that testimony right now. I have kept the faith. That's the words of my testimony. And it is the words of your testimony too. Here we are at the end of 2022. You can look back over some things. You've kept the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And not only me, but all those, but all them also that love his appearance. So, so not just me by myself, I'm not just, I'm not gonna be there alone. But all of them, whether they have preceded me or come after me, all them that love his appearing. Hebrews 10, 22 to 24 said, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith. Having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. For he is faithful that promised and let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works not for of ourselves together as the manner of some is but exhorting one another in so much as ye see the day appearing the day the dawning is about to break now, some might say, well, it, it didn't happen. The dawning of a new day didn't occur uh, 
10 years ago, it didn't occur a year ago, five years or whatever number comes to your mind, but the dawning is about to break. One of the things that I've always appreciated is that while the saints were praying, even so come Lord Jesus, that he waited for me. That's, that's, that right there is enough for me to run around the church and just go cuckoo for cuckoo puffs. He waited for me. Not only did he wait for me, but he waited for you. And there are some others that he is waiting for also. Are you with me? Want to take a subject, and that is be strong and keep the faith. Be strong and keep the faith. Uh, between now and the end of the day, you need to text that to someone to be strong and keep the faith. The book of First and Second Timothy was written to encourage a young man as he walked with Christ and served his purpose. It's important that you know and that you understand your purpose. There appears to be a false message that many are have cleaved to that when we talk about purpose, that it means that that, that you're being called into pastoral duties and that is not what purpose not necessarily your purpose. Uh, having excitement because you, you have a, a testimony uh, about what God has done, delivered you, uh, you know, it doesn't mean that you're called into pastoral sheep. It doesn't mean that you're called to preach. It just means that you are and were excited. I, I get excited about football games. It don't mean I'm a football player. Now, I get excited, you know, watching a basketball. It doesn't mean that I'm an NBA player or going to become one. God has called us individually for a particular purpose. The Bible makes this very clear. It makes it very clear in 1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you to be ignorant. I'm, same here, I want you to understand what is being said. Now there are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit, the Holy Ghost. There are differences of administration, but the same Lord. So there are different works to be carried out within the church. Your fingernails are not a mouthpiece. Your ears do not operate as the nose. There are diversities of gifts. The body has different functions and operations. And, and I'm so glad, it's so refreshing when you talk to someone and they know and understand that my role in the church is as is the administrator. My role in the church is to be a healer. My role in the church is uh, to help. Uh, that's one of the... Uh, one of the gifts that, that, that we're lacking or in some instances we do not talk about enough because, uh, you know, the work of the ministry is not based upon one individual. There are many hands involved. And so when you have those that are working with you and, and helping to expand the ministry, uh, you know, you have to uh, hold them up in prayer and appreciate them because there are a lot that's going on behind the scenes. We wouldn't have the video if it wasn't for the working hands that are going on behind the scene. 
if we wouldn't have the uh, the audio we wouldn't have the uh the the kitchen help we wouldn't have the different facets that are helping the work the publications and different things that occur there are diversities of operations but the same god which worketh all in all the manifestation of the spirit is given unto every man to profit with all for to one is given the spirit of wisdom you, you need to understand your purpose. Do you, maybe you have the spirit of wisdom. To another, the, the words of knowledge, the same spirit. To another, faith, by the same spirit. To another, the gift of healing, by the same spirit. To another, the working of miracles. So miracles are not limited to, uh, to evangelist Tutu that comes. It, miracles are not uh, uh, depended upon Bishop Tutu or any other Tutu that comes to the service to another the working of miracles to another prophecy to another discerning of spirits to another diverse kinds of tongues and to another the interpretation of tongues all these worketh that one and the same self-same spirit dividing to every man severally as he will. It's important that you understand what your purpose is and not be afraid to allow God to use you in your purpose. Paul is dealing with a young man and encouraging him not to be afraid to be used by God. It's important to understand, to know and understand your purpose, whether it's wisdom, knowledge, faith, healing, miracles, prophecy, discerning diverse kinds of tongues, interpretation. You need to understand where you are. Now, God did not give you a gift for you to sit on. Now, if you read about the talents where he gave uh, one five, he gave one ten and he gave uh, to another. And you find that there was one that set up on the talent that was received. We're not going to go there, but want you to think about that and spend time with that after the broadcast, after the morning message. Not right now. Stop looking it up. This young man, Timothy, you and I needed to be reminded, encouraged to identify and serve with purpose. Are you serving with purpose today? Uh, Timothy. And whatever your name is, you, you can place your name there, uh, you know, uh, whether it's Don or Sharice or, or, uh, you know, or, or, uh, or Ralph or Tony, uh, uh, but put your name there. Because he, he goes on to say, God has not given us the spirit of fear. God has not given you a spirit of withdrawal, a spirit of recess. A spirit of, well, you know, that's not really me. I, I'm not, you know. No, there comes a time that we, you need to and have to and must step out with boldness for the purpose. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power. He's given us some power. You've been empowered. I've been empowered. We all that believe and receive the word of God and certainly Holy Ghost field have power with God. 
They asked Jesus in the first, first chapter of Acts, they said, Lord, are you going to establish your kingdom? See, they were looking for the Lord to come and establish their kingdom because they understood what the Bible said. They understood what Daniel had written about. They understood what, what Moses and the other prophets had spoken about, the coming of Christ and the establishing of his, his kingdom. And he told them to go back to Jerusalem. It's not for you to know. Go back to Jerusalem and be endured with power. And that's when we read about the that they were in an upper room on the day of Pentecost and the Holy Ghost came in like a rushing mighty wind and, and filled the house where they were sitting. And they began to speak in cloven tongues as the spirit of God gave utterance, not as someone taught them to do. Not as someone instructed them, uh, repeat this uh, so many times and you're speaking in tongues. That is a liar. That is someone that is ignorant and do not have the Holy Ghost themselves. Ignorance meaning unlearned, have not been taught. They have not received what God has given freely. And as the Lord gives freely, then we freely give back of the purpose that he has given his spirit unto us. He tells him that he's not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. There was a time you you may have been uh, fearful. And there was a, a time that you may have felt powerless. Uh, you may have even felt unloved and a little crazy. Some of us uh, exceeded a little and went to a lot of craziness. But not today. Not today. God has taken that away and has given us a spirit of has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of being courageous because he's courageous. A spirit of power because he is powerful. A spirit of love because God is love and of a sound mind. He's not wavering. He's not. We waver when our flesh wars against us. But when we think about God and how powerful God is and we lean on him, uh, our mind becomes more solid. Uh, he goes on to say that that uh, that we are saved and we are called with a holy calling, not according to our work, but according to His purpose and grace, ordained before the foundation of the world. So God called us, and He knew the shenanigans we would become involved with, and yet he placed or ordination upon you. He sent out a calling on you. While you and I were in uh, our shenanigans, he ordained and elected us. When we and while we operated as a enemy against God, offensive, he yet called us friends an ordained appointment for each of us. Now, because he set up an appointment don't mean that everyone is going to keep the appointment. So for those of you that have kept and are keeping uh, the appointment, those that will answer the, the calling, God bless you, You're, you'll find out uh, that uh, that is based upon our will. Whosoever will, let him come. He tells Timothy, I'm appointed a preacher an apostle and a teacher of the Gentiles. Some of you are appointed not by man, but by God. 
like Paul, have suffered some things after the appointment. Nonetheless, he said, I am not ashamed. You know, sometimes uh, we feel a little ashamed. Sometimes it may be a lot of shame. We may feel disappointed at times, wavering in our suffering because we're dealing with something or, or because there's not a manifestation of, of what we were told should be manifested, uh, you know, or what should be done or, or we've listened to what someone else is telling us how it should be done and we're not seeing or getting that particular result. Bless your Lord. When we deal with the suffering, and I'm not talking about you having a flat tire on your car. It's not the suffering I'm talking about. That's a flat tire. The tires wear thin, they wear out, they, they go flat. Uh, uh, belts on the engine break. Cars run out of cooling. That is not uh, what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when you deal with, when you are walking in your purpose and you are dealing with the spiritual warfare. You're dealing with the attack of the enemy. Now, it took me a little while to get here. And so I want you to understand that. It took me a little while to get here. Uh, you know, and, and so uh, let me say that again. It took me a little while to get here. And once you arrive, you'll get it. Like Paul, I believe I... I am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. You have to be persuaded as well. And so the preaching of the gospel, the preaching of his word, the exhortation, even in this moment, is so that you are persuaded that God is able to keep that which is committed unto him. My heart's desire is that you believe the word of God, believe the gospel, be fully persuaded that God is able to keep you, keep your mind, keep your body, keep your soul. Now, your body is going to perish. Oh, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Your body is going to perish. You, you look at yourself and you, and you see where you were. You know, I have all the family portraits. I have all the, the children pictures, you know, my brothers, my, my siblings. I have the baby pictures, the infant pictures of them. And so I can go back and look at what I want to see and look at their history and where they are today. But you yourself can look in the mirror and see where you were a few years ago and where you were and where you are right now. Uh, this body, this body is changing, but God is able to keep you, to keep your mind, body, and soul. Bless you, Lord God. He's able to keep you and he will keep what you have committed unto him. Fidulus and Hermagenes left Paul during his arrest. When Paul was dealing with uh, his situations and when he needed them most, you know, maybe you've lost some people along the way. People that said, uh, Pastor, I'm with you. I'm with you through thick and thin. I'm here. And then later on, they quit. Didn't give a two week notice. 
Didn't even give you a three day notice. Just quit. Just said, I'm not, I'm not coming back. Or maybe didn't say nothing at all. Just disappeared. Just ghost. Instead of helping, they became a hindrance, a work. Uh, they became a work themselves against the ministry. When you bump into them, they'll tell you, I'm praying for you. Really? During your roughest time, you find out who your friends are. But I'm here today to say, be strong and keep the faith. During the roughest of times, you'll find out who really love you. You'll find out where the rubber meets the word with them. You'll find out who is standing with you. Who's holding you up? Oh my God, bless you, Jesus. Uh, you have to focus uh, not on them, but focus on those that have had mercy. If you focus on those that, that left, if you focus on those that did not stand with you, you focus on those that ghost you out, you become discouraged. But be strong and, and keep the faith. You've got to focus on the moments of mercy that God has extended. The Bible tells us that Onisprus came to Paul, just this one individual, and Paul said, he refreshed me. Paul needed to be refreshed. He needed to be encouraged. He needed to have some comfort. He said that Onisprus was not ashamed of my trial. He was not ashamed of my affliction. He was not ashamed of the trouble that I was in. You, you, your, your name could be put there. Maybe you need to go and encourage someone. You know, that's why I find it is important to, uh, after service, last Sunday, I, I went to one of our sister churches to encourage them not to preach, but just to sit there and be in service. When they asked me to have words, I let them know I came to let you know that I love you. I came to let you know that I was thinking about you. I came to let you know that uh, that that you are on my heart and I'm praying for you. Thank you, Jesus. It's good when somebody just show up out the blue. You know, that's the phrase. Just show up out the blue and let you know that you were on my mind. You, you, he hung in there with Paul during the tough times. He hung in there to give Paul words of encouragement or maybe just to sit there and be a listening ear. Sometimes we don't need to say anything. We just need to be present. We just need to sit down together. We just need to watch a movie and laugh together. We just need to act silly together. Uh, it don't have to be all dramatic or anything. We just need, I just need, you need a mental break from what you are dealing with. Paul writes to him and says, uh, therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. He tells them, don't get entangled and messed up with the cares of this life. You know, don't, don't get involved in, in our day and time. You know, people are involved with something. Now, I may uh, say something here that uh, it may not be, may not fit you. 
But people are caught up with the celebrities. Uh, they're caught up with the Kardashians. And, and, you know, did you hear what the Kardashians said? And did you hear how uh, Kanye replied? And, you know, what Trump did? And then Boris Johnson, you know, he resigned. What did Jesus say? You, you, we need to be concerned about what the Lord has said because we are missing a message that was presented from the beginning of time that one day I'm going to show up. Will you be ready? When was the last time you had an unction from the Holy Ghost? When was the last time you had a dream or a vision from God? When was the last time you felt his touch? You felt the anointing, the power of God. When was the last time? Oh, bless your Lord. Paul gives the instruction and says, consider what I'm saying. Think about it. Meditate on it. And the Lord give you an understanding. Now, don't, don't stop there and say, well, the Lord is going to give me an understanding. He had no. Get down to the altar. And look for an understanding. Get down to the altar and get revived of what God has once did for you. Get back to the altar and into the word. Get involved with what God was feeding into your spirit. You may have suffered a few things, even had your hands tied. But the word of God is not bound by the things of this world. The word of God is not bound by man. The word of God is not bound. When they tried to grab Jesus before his time, the Bible said that he slipped out through the crowd. They didn't see him moving about and he was gone until the appointed time. The Bible said, therefore, uh, I endured all things for the elect's sake. I've gone through some things. You've gone through some things. And what we bear in mind and are going through is that somebody is watching. Maybe it might be one person. It might be 10. It may be 100, but somebody is watching what you go through and how you deal with it. I endured all things for the elect's sake. Timothy, I want you to understand something here. God has called and he has a calling up on some people and their eyes are up on me that they also may attain the salvation so that when they start to go through when they start to deal with the things that, you know, the Bible tell us that if you live godly, if you live, you're going to suffer persecution. When they start going through the things that, that I may have gone through, they can look and say, well, Pastor Carl went through it and he hung in there and he made it. You went through it. They can look at you and say, you went through and you made it. So I can go through it. And I'm going to make it because God brought them out and he can bring me out too. The Bible said is a faithful saying. For if we be dead with him, we shall also live with him. That's why we crucify the flesh daily. That's why we pulled out every stronghold, every imagination, every thought that would exalt itself against God. If we suffer, we shall also reign with him. I'm looking to reign with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us. 
So I'm not going to deny him. If someone say, are you a saint of God? Yes, I am. And you need to be one too. Bless your Lord. If we believe not, yet abideth uh, faithful, he cannot deny himself. If I hold on to the word of God, if I be faithful to carrying out what God has called me to do, God cannot deny himself. He cannot deny his word. If I'm clothed in his word, I'm tied, wrapped, tied, and tangled. You know, we used to, uh, growing up, we used to sing a song, Jesus have a hook in me and I don't want to get loose. I'm wrapped, tied, tangled all up in Jesus. I'm wrapped, tied, tangled all up in God. He can't deny himself because I'm wrapped, tied. I am packaged up. I'm wrapped up. You know, uh, people are preparing for the holidays and, uh, here in the U.S. and, uh, you know, and they're going to be uh, packaging things up and, with their Christmas paper and, and different things. And, uh, you know, and so, uh, and, uh, oh, my God. I, I've wrapped myself up in the word. Thank you, Jesus. You, you need to wrap yourself up in the word and, and you need to just have a big bow on you with a tag saying uh, to Jesus. Here I am. Thank you, Lord. Mighty God, bless your name, Jesus. Hey, you need to just wrap yourself up and, and you know, put a, a nice ribbon on yourself and, and assign yourself unto the Lord. Paul said, I have fought a good fight. When I look back over the years, uh, it may not have been a perfect fight, but I fought a good fight. There may have been some times that I got hit, uh, but I still fought back. And I have finished my course. I didn't give up. I've kept the faith. I, I fought that good fight. I've battled. I've resisted the enemy. The Bible tells us that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and, and against powers and against rulers of darkness of this world and against spiritual wickedness in high places. He said he let one of Timothy to know, man, what I'm telling you to do, I've already done it. I have kept the faith. Oh, bless your Lord. What a testimony. I have kept the faith. I did not surrender. I've kept the faith when I cried. A matter of fact, I used the faith to wipe my tears. I've kept the faith uh, to hide my face when I could not smile. Faith helped me to be comforted. Faith helped me to put to turn my frown into a smile. I've kept the faith to bandage the cuts and bruises that I received in warfare. When I lived alone from an injury, it was faith that was my support. But no time did I surrender my faith to the flesh. I will not and did not surrender my faith to the trial or tribulation. I heard the word say that without faith, it's impossible to please him. And my goal is to please the Lord. Your goal is to please him. The Bible said for he cometh, uh, that he cometh, you, he, that he that cometh to God 
must believe that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Without faith, you're not going to stick with him. Without faith, you're not going to hang when situations get rough, when things get tough. But don't let go. Don't let go. This is our hope. His word is what we're holding on to. You don't have nothing else to embrace but the word of God. The Bible tells us that heaven and earth will pass away, but his word is going to stand. Paul leaves and gives Timothy this message. The same message that, I, that I, I, I'm giving, I gave to someone last week, the same message I'm giving to you this morning. I found myself bedridden a few weeks ago uh, with bronchitis, you know, infection, filling my lungs. And, but, and I began to think about it. I began to think. And so as I was visiting the churches and, you know, the church, and I told them, I said, well, I have felt ill and they said, well, you know, thank God that, you, that you're here, you know, and, and that it didn't take you out. And, and I had to remind them and let them know that if it would have, I would be standing in glory right now. See, we got to get out of that mindset that, uh, you know, what does the word of God say? The Bible tells me that henceforth, right now, in this moment, right now. Now, I couldn't make this declaration 40 years ago. But right now, right now, in this moment, henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness. Yes, there's a crown of righteousness waiting on, on me. And if you live godly, if you be strong and keep the faith, that can and will be your testimony. There is a crown of righteousness waiting for you. It's perfectly fitted to my dome. There it is. Best way I can put it. It's perfectly fitted for my dome. Not yours. Mine. A crown of righteousness which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me on that day. Not only me, but unto all them that love his appearing. All of you that love is appearing. All of you that have made up in your mind that I'm going to be strong. I'm going to keep the faith. I'm not going to surrender what God has given me to please my flesh. No, no, no. Flesh don't need to be on parade. Flesh don't have to be satisfied. This is a spirit man. The flesh is a house and it houses the soul and the soul houses the spirit. My spirit, man, has to stand before God. Your spirit, man, must and will stand before God. Thank you, Jesus. There's a crown of righteousness waiting for me. It's almost it's almost as if you can feel it. Because you know. 
you stepped out of out of the ignorance. You stepped out of the pretending. Holy Ghost. You stepped out of the, uh, well, I believe the word of God. No, it's not that I believe the word of God. I know the word of God. You stepped into the reality of where the spirit man exists, where the spirit of God exists, where reality truly is. Yes, I, I abide in time. We all are in time, but we know that uh, that the worlds have been framed by the word of God. So there's more to just what we see through a telescopic lens of this planet. We know that there's more to it when we feel the wind blow. When we dream dreams, when we have out of body experiences when we receive an unction from the Holy Ghost. We know that there is more to it when the Spirit of God stir us up, when we see something that has occurred that cannot be explained because it was miraculous. There's more to it. You ought to be able to feel sometime the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God tugging at you, waking up your spirit man, telling you to be ready. You ought to feel the spirit of God sometime just walk into your room, walk into your private space, walk into where you are. There's a crowd of righteousness waiting. There's a robe of righteousness waiting, tailor-made just for you. Can't nobody else put it on. It's not like a choir robe where anybody can put it on. You know, some some of my robes were uh, that I wear from time to time. Was, it was made tailored just for me. So unless you have the same body structure, you can't really wear it. Or maybe thinner than, than I am, then you can slip it on. But this robe, is made in such a way that nobody can put it on, no matter what size they are. It's made, <clears throat> thank you, Jesus. Now, this robe, oh, Holy Ghost. My God. This robe is made of righteousness. It only fits your righteousness. That's why can't no one else wear it. Oh, Jesus, my God. Your righteousness is not my righteousness. Help me, Jesus. My righteousness is not your righteousness. In other words, what God delivered you from, 
what God brought you out of is different from the person that's sitting next to you. Yeah, we might have some relatable issues. But what God has brought you out of and the righteousness that he has, that you have now embodied, no one else fits that righteousness. But you. So that robe of righteousness cannot be worn by anyone but you. You have to be there to receive it. And you can't be there unless you be strong and keep the faith. The crown of righteousness, the crown of life, excuse me, the crown of life. The crown of life. The jewels in a crown are specific. And the jewels that are in my crown are specific to and tied to my righteousness. It's tied to my authority. Now, if you if you hung with us in the book of Revelation, I'm, I'm closed. I, I can't. I, I thank you, Jesus. Lord, thank you for revelation. Thank you for the knowledge that you have poured out in this moment. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible tells us. Let us draw near, let us draw near unto a true heart and full assurance of faith. Having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith. Hold fast. Well, we've we've come too far. We've come too far. We've traveled. <clears throat> We've traveled throughout this year to where we are right now. Hold fast the profession of your faith without wavering. Don't, don't waver. The end ended with strength. Be strong. God is faithful as he has promised. He's promised. He's faithful. And let us consider one another provoking love, encourage one another to to do what is right, to do good works, not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as we come together through the podcast, as we gather together uh, through the live on YouTube, as we gather together live, and that, that's coming up shortly. Um, we've been working on that to have live broadcasts uh, on the and so we thank God, you know, as we come together, as we physically come together within this building, knowing that and seeing the day is approaching. The day is approaching. It's approaching. I just finished. I'm, 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 I'm going to stop here. Bless you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Just finished writing about the, the sixth day of man ending and the seventh day dawning. And, and that's going to be posted 
on the on our website connectingtruth.org as well as Instagram. But talking about the fact that we are ending, we're coming to an end and the writing is not difficult to read. It is very understandable, simplified that the day of man is coming to an end. We can look at the time, we can look at the seasons and we can count the years from when the Lord gave the prophecy uh, to Ezekiel and, and told him that the dry bones would, would live again. And you'll find that in the book. The book is called uh, D7, D7, when the sixth day ends, the seventh begins. And so you'll see that again, as I said, posted on connectingtruth.org and on Instagram. It's important that you look and while you're looking, be strong. While you're looking, keep the faith. We've traveled all the way down to the end of this year. And you've suffered some things, you've gone through some things I have, you have. And you've kept the faith. You kept the faith. Don't surrender what God has given you. And you might look sometime and say, well, I, I didn't do it like you did it. No, you can't do it like I did. You may have looked and, and felt that you didn't, that you felt in some way. But I, I'm here to, to encourage you, to remind you that, that the Bible says, though a righteous man falls seven times, God will raise him back up. He didn't erase your righteousness, Holy Ghost. He didn't erase who you are. He didn't erase your position. He didn't blot you out. No, that's why you're here. That's why you're listening. He didn't remove you. That's why you tuned in. So that you'll be reminded to be strong and keep the faith. Thank God for each of you that, that joined in was, and have listened to the, the word of God this morning. And if you're, listen, if you're looking for a church home growth ministry, I want to invite you to join us, grow with us, and be blessed with us. God has some great things that are, that we're part of, that we are working on to encourage his people to, to get the word out, you know, the word needs to be loosed. It's not bound, but it needs to be loosed from you. Witnessing, encouraging others that Jesus say, you know, maybe you might come across someone that say, well, I've done too much. I, I, I've done what I've done is, is just despicable. And God don't want nobody like me. No, he's looking for you. That's just who he's looking for. He's looking for those that have done despicable things. He's looking for those that, that have done some, some, some filthy things, nasty things, dog. No, listen. <laughs> yeah, that George Clinton, <laughs> well, I must not chase the cat. Listen, 
He's looking for those. He's looking for you. <laughs> Just as he was looking for me. He didn't come to save the righteous. He came to save us sinners. That's what he came for. And I'm so glad. Maybe like Paul said, he was the chief among sinners. Maybe, you know, there are people walking around that think that, that they're chief among sinners in their neighborhood, they, you know, their community, their home or whatever their city. God's looking for them. Yes, he's looking for them. You, you might be the drop of water that that that's already been planted or you may be planting a seed for the water to come and then God gives the increase. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord God, for your goodness and grace. We thank you for your word this morning. Lord God, to encourage our hearts to be strong and to keep the faith. Lord Jesus, as we come to an end of this year, as you tarry, if you don't tarry, we, we're grateful for that too. Lord God, but as you tarry, help us to prepare ourselves. Help us, Lord God, to yield our members unto you. Your word tells us that uh, how we yield ourselves and whom we yield ourselves to, that is our master. Lord God, you're our master. You're sovereign. Help us, Lord God, to do and to be what you are calling for in these last and evil days. We'll be careful to give your name the praise, to give you glory in Jesus' name. Now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of the Holy Ghost rest, rule, and abide henceforth now and forevermore. Bless you, Lord Jesus. Tell somebody about the broadcast. Let them know that Jesus saves. Text somebody. Tell them to be strong and keep the faith. God bless you. Lord, say the same. We'll be back on Wednesday at 7 p.m. in the book of Genesis. Amen.